I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. We're back in the hot box. WrestleMania 24. We are in a very, Spice very hot off. studio. Finish me water already. Oh, mate. Oh, you, you've was... had a nightmare. You, don't come for mine. <laughs> I want your cold. <laughs> That's my water. Cold. I didn't guzzle it like a greedy little pig. I just thought, I just thought there'd be more. <laughs> but there wasn't. <laughs> it is. Uh, we're, we're actually recording this in um, uh, the Stackenoff Studios, aren't we? Mm, yes. And uh, it is a state-of-the-art place. Spicy but hot. It's always hot. It's very hot. I'll yeah. tell you why. Because the so- cause the people who plan uh, the, the, the whole kind of, you know, the investing in things and yeah. investing in the future, they don't use the studio. <laughs> We've got some lovely desks out in the office because they use them. Yeah. We've got a water fountain. We've yeah. got a coffee machine. We've got a fridge. <laughs> But in the place where we actually make the podcasts, yep. no aircon. This well, is one aircon unit that you can only turn on, on in between shots. Yeah, this is submarine hot, isn't it? This, this is exactly what a submarine is golf, like. Yeah. Hot golf. <laughs> Doing the World Cup uh, a couple of years ago, and, and, and obviously it'll be the Euros coming up a little mm. bit later on this year for Football Ramble Daily. It's, it's going to get hot. It's, it's going to get, get very hot. I'm hoping very to hot. lose a lot of uh, poundage. <laughs> and eye water. <laughs> 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 going to get those eyes like little raisins, boy. I'm desiccated. <laughs> oh, <no>. sweet <laughs> as. So we're back with WrestleMania. 24 yeah live florida live live well from uh, as we record it is live it is live uh, from the citrus bowl in florida <laughs> it, hot box. it might as well be i mean uh, uh, there's some of the stadium shows i think they've done there have been real problems about the heat as well oh really because you are outside for a lot yes. of it so i went to see wrestlemania 25 <gasps> and that was in houston mm. in texas and of course that gets not spicy proper so hot, hot. But I think they had to have was a state. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it has a roof on, but it has a roof on solely because you you will bake everyone to death. Yes, if you don't have the roof on, it was warm. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember sitting on the grass out out back. Yeah, like, it's kind of, we got to go backstage at WrestleMania. <laughs> and do you know what? I can barely remember any of it. Is it? I, Isn't would, that you, a would you appreciate that more? Would you appreciate it more now? Mm, if you're yeah. backstage, you'd be like. I know. That, I mean, I would be like, I know what that is. Yeah, I know what's going on here. Yeah, you would. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, and, I'd and get so much more out of it now. I did, but at the same time, do you know what? I was trying to just be a bit cool, and I think by being cool, I didn't, didn't appear I... enough. I should have appeared more. I should have <laughs> had a real <laughs> nose around, and people should have been saying to me, "What are you doing back Stop there? Stop touching that!" Yeah, <laughs> what have you got in your hand? <laughs> Things, <laughs> stuff, dice. Is that <laughs> shoes? <laughs> Yes, mainly when I've stolen the manga's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> They're huge, like clown shoes. 
Although, uh, actually, Umaga will not, not have been alive at that WrestleMania, unfortunately. No, he so uh, let's, let's move on. Never mind. Uh, Vince grows his hair back very quickly, doesn't he, after it's shaved? Yes! <laughs> What's that about? He appears in, in that little Hornswoggle section, and uh, he's had his head shaved at the previous WrestleMania. Yeah. And he seemed to spend quite a lot of that year with his head shaved, bald, yeah. to sell that. But then it grew back, and, and he's pretty much all back <laughs> it, within a year. And that for a man who's like 60. Well, he's obsessed with hair, isn't he? He's obsessed he is. with the power of hair. He is. He has a big thing about bald men are, they are not yeah, masculine. Not masculine. <laughs> <laughs> what could be less masculine than a bald man, like, for example, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah, or, you know, or Duncan Goodhue. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look at, you know, the classic hard men, Brian Molko from Placebo, yeah. those kind of guys. Those kind of guys. All of the 80s poodle rockers yeah <laughs> crazy um, Kim Kardashian makes her first appearance yes. here and she does a little uh, intro terrible mic technique guys awful. get that mic right in your kisser awful out comes Mr Kennedy who is not a wrestler who struggles with mic technique no he is very doesn't very need, good doesn't here. need a mic uh, and he does a little thing everything I have seen of Mr Kennedy since we've been doing wrestling <laughs> has been absolutely spectacular <laughs> he has been so good in everything we've seen I've, I've been amazed I thought he was so I would never have given him a second thought and even in this bit he just does a thing where he just sort of goes I'm going to basically win the money in the back yeah. and then he takes a step out and then he goes because I'm Mr Kennedy he takes a step out and he goes back and goes Kennedy in her face <laughs> right in her face something which they have not told her he's going to be doing <laughs> no. because she looks absolutely like is he going to attack me is he going to start biting me on the head <laughs> it's just that's a funny thing as well I think if you did any other presenting gig like if you're at the Grammys yeah you're not expecting anyone to go yeah. scream in your face you don't expect that the entire organisation are also there to make mm. you look stupid and you get that sense with Kim Kardashian that She's just going, I've agreed to do this, but I sort of get the feeling that someone's going to knock me out yeah. or something. And it's, I can't trust them. I can't, yeah, I can't trust if someone's going to start screaming in my face or shouting. Yeah. I mean, she does live with Kanye West now, so <laughs> <laughs> he's unpredictable at best, doesn't he? I shouldn't think she'll ever be needing to do a WrestleMania again. I shouldn't no, think, I think, I think she, right. she's probably gone above that now. Yes, exactly. I should imagine she, if she remembers this at all, which she doesn't, she would look back <laughs> on it and think that was tawdry. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't <laughs> have done it. Memories of WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, we have the money in the bank uh, match, uh, just as the sun is beginning to set as well. It's lovely. Golden hour. So, the, so the, 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 the show starts, the, the match starts um, in full um, sunshine, yep. kind of. Yep. Uh, it's just going down and then it ends in darkness. It does. And there's something beautiful. There about is. That. It Stunning. also, this really reminds me of the wrestling that I used to watch when I first got into wrestling in a serious way. Yeah. And I began sort of tracking down these tapes of things like the the American, uh, the Great American Bash '85 came out in this country. It was yeah. released by some weird tiny organization, yeah. And it was one of the few non WWE tapes of which there weren't many that you could also get. And that was the first time I saw NWA wrestling. The first time I saw Ric Flair, right. and that was an open air one. And similarly, some of the Texas wrestling that you that I'd get on sort of like traded tapes, they were stadium shows that would start in the daytime. By the time you got to the main event, it would be night. And it Beautiful. was just, there's something about that that is so nostalgic for me about that. Yeah. The idea that it's like you have a great time during the day, but it gets serious as the night comes in. I would very Magic. much like to hunt out a big show that's outside, mm. like just to, to, to go to. Because I think it'd be a wonderful. Oh, wonderful. absolutely. Way more interesting than baseball. baseball absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you know, we probably aren't going to be doing this year's WrestleMania, aren't we? And that's just because we're, <laughs> we're useless at getting our shit together. But I should imagine next year's is going to be in the stadium. I should imagine it'll be open air. Yeah. And we, we sort of have to do it. That, 
that probably will be our last WrestleMania. Yes, you know, for retiring, yeah, taking too many bumps. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do like Edge and come back in nine years' time. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> although, unlike Edge, to diminishing popularity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, this was the match that um, uh, Jeff Hardy was actually scheduled to win. He was oh. going to be winning this one, but but um, he had a couple of fails on the wellness policy yeah. uh, leading up to this. So they stripped him, well, he dropped the Intercontinental belt that he was holding and they they sent him home. So they had to get someone else to win it. Um, this is John Morrison versus Carlito versus Shelton Benjamin, uh, CM Punk, Mr. Kennedy, uh, MVP and mm. Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, of those, the, those, all of those men 12 years on, they are all still active in wrestling. Yeah. yeah, It's an amazing thing that I think if you went back to the early days and you'd gone, to, I mean, no one was even surviving 12 years. Mm. The very fact that you can go a 12 year period when these men were right on top, 12 years later, them still being able to do it. Yeah. Someone like Chris Jericho, I mean, incredibly having one of the best years of his career in <laughs> AEW, um, seeing MVP return, everyone's in shape and everyone's sort of healthy and well. Um, it, I think it really is a, a, a symptom or not a symptom, a, a, um, a, a result of the the stringent drug policy testing mm. that these men are living and they are healthy i think you know that can only be a good thing i always laugh about the drug policy thing um even recently someone was saying 90 percent of the roster smoke marijuana mm. and things like that and that obviously is something that you'd expect a drug policy to chuck you know chuck up obviously it isn't <clears throat> but the, there is not the fatalities in the sheer, unbelievably brutal numbers mm. that there have been at every other point in wrestling history. Have anymore. the less than recreational, um, the performance enhancing drugs gotten a little better and people are a bit more aware about, you know, the the, the, the crazy shit that it can wreak on yeah, your body? Yeah, I think they are. And also, I think, I mean, they'll all, they'll all still be on pain pills. They'll all, like, that's America. That's yeah. just, uh, and they'll be testing for them but i mean i imagine that won't be the thing that kind of like i think i think the other thing is look they they have better pay than they've yeah. ever done before they are treated better than they yeah. ever before they aren't just carny folk mm. they are athletes they're yeah. professional athletes nowadays of course you know in the old days you know you you had to you, i don't think greg valentine ever had a masseur who was backstage to help him you know with knots they 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 take it very very seriously yeah. and they probably understand the injuries better yeah, all entirely, the, entirely. Reason, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's it's nice to see when you see something like this match and you realise that all those people are still active. Yeah. That's incredible, yeah, you know, yeah. because it's, it hasn't happened in wrestling really <laughs> until up to this point. Mm. Um, I, I, I I enjoy this match. It is a bit spotty, as in it is, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. Big, big high spots, um, and that's slightly uh, irritating. Um, uh, there were other things that annoyed me. Colito, they just build from being uh, from the Caribbean, mm. uh, and that's a bit like saying you know, from Africa. <laughs> it's a big place, and you yeah. know, it doesn't take any longer to work out where he's yeah. from Puerto Rico. I think. I, I mean, it, I, I, the, the most surprising thing about that match is when I think Morrison uh, drops on the ropes. Uh, oh, on his the, balls! Oh, on his balls! That's always a comedy spot. Yeah, but apart from this one night <laughs> when it's horrible, oh, he really hits it. I mean, he comes off the ladder and he lands astride, uh, legs astride the rope. But Jesus Christ, that actually, I rarely see stuff in wrestling that makes me go, oh, balls. But right. that, that I don't, I'm, I'm struggling to see how sick. that would, how you would protect yourself from that. 
from that uh, you, you simply tense your balls. <laughs> you tense your balls. <laughs> pop them, pop them inside. Yeah. Pop them inside. Easy, easiest thing in the world. You yeah. just put them in in the freezer for but, two to three hours. They're absolutely solid. Soak them in wax. <laughs> yeah, or just, just boiling water. Yeah. It will, it will, boil it will, them. It will, <laughs> yeah. Boil them in vinegar. <laughs> they will just bang off the rope. Um, Morrison, however, deserves that because he is chewing gum throughout this match. Is and he I, right? Okay. Shawn Michaels is a bad one for this as well. But I hate wrestlers who chew gum because again it comes to that point of are you there to win a match and fight or are you going got to get this over <laughs> got to remember all my bits num, num, num. it's like stop fucking chewing gum do you ever have like uh, kind of like um, those uh, wrestlers who would be like kind of old school kind of cowboys they have spit, spitting they did spitting tobacco they and stuff they did there's a, a, a thing that you all enjoy so that's very much a sort of like you know, maybe Stan that's some horn swoggles I'm, 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 <laughs> there's a, a bit that you'll love where Tommy Dreamer was, was very very keen to get over and he came up with his own character where he'd do disgusting things. Right. And the heartbreak on this is they let him do quite a lot of them, but then they didn't develop it in any way and it just <laughs> ended. But he he famously drank um, The Undertaker's tobacco spittoo oh. when he was the American badass. He oh, was doing that. No. And he drank it down. He really sort of chugs it down. Oh, no. And it's one of the few times you can see The Undertaker almost sort of like go... <laughs> ruining his image by his vomiting up yeah. <laughs> repulsive um, Shelton Benjamin again I mean you know he just seems like such a wasted opportunity yeah, he's I mean, times. he's so good in this he, he they put a him ladder through up. hell I know he, he bent a ladder and, and it makes a really terrible sort of like metal <laughs> rending sound and it goes at a funny angle he flops and he goes through a ladder and, and just he puts himself through hell and this I don't understand why they put him through that if yeah. you don't then go and the, the, the brilliant thing about it is is then you win. Yeah. You've defeated the odds. Yeah. And they're just like, we just yeah. want you to destroy yourself, mangle yourself up and then just lie there and someone <laughs> else will win. Um, that was really sad. Shelton back in the Royal Rumble uh, this year as well. That was nice to see. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. He's still on the roster. Um, not really doing much. They they just wasted that man's career. Mm. I, I think he is, I think people will look back on that and just sort of go, why on earth? That man could have been so much money he could have been a huge main event player. Yeah. And just for some reason, they, they didn't see it. Yeah. Um, they also didn't see it with CM Punk. And I think that's why there's a big reaction when he wins this. Yeah. Is that people didn't dare dream that they might push CM Punk. Right. Because people liked him. And like <laughs> Shelton, you sort of go, I really like him. And there's something about Vince McMahon that he goes, if you like him, then I'm not going like to do him. anything yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving in to you people. <laughs> well, I, I, th- I treat you with contempt. <laughs> I was thinking about this, oddly, walking on the way here. And um, the term marks. Yeah. So that would be what a wrestler would refer to the audience as. They are marks. Mm. So I was, I was sort of thinking, yeah, it's interesting that the marks thing. And I've I, I read about where it comes from. And it comes from the, the pre-wrestling carnivals. So if you had a bloke who was there who fell for all of the hooky card games yeah, yeah, and things yeah. and lost his money, what what they do? The carny folk would mark on his jacket with a piece of chalk. Oh, so then, so that everyone, so then would, everyone see would see him and they go, "I'll right, take advantage of him." Great. Oh, I knew Mark, but I didn't realize that's how. Yeah, and so how, that's that's how, that's how wrestling refers to the fan base. Yeah, you know, the marks, that sort of thing. It's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? It kind is of like a kind of, um... and it is that thing about you are you are being fooled. You're being yeah. tricked by wrestling because you don't realize that it's it's predetermined. Mm. That that's the basic sort of you know core of why you're a mark and everything. But I think that term still is quite sort of prevalent. And that's yeah. a sort of interesting sort of thing, the dynamic between an audience that they are taking advantage of rather than 
trying to entertain. I, I think I think that is dead. I think the wrestlers nowadays, of course, they're trying to entertain. Everyone is aware it's predetermined. Mm. But I imagine that Vince McMahon still has that thing about as if I'm going to let these marks <laughs> yeah. tell me Decide who I'm going to put. I, I know better than them, you know. <laughs> and I think there is that sense of the, the reaction when Punk wins it. People are jubilant, mm. but he doesn't really seem to have much of. He's not really in this match. No, he he turns up at the end. And it's kind of mm. like you know, uh, like Morrison's flipping off the rope with a ladder and stuff, like and actually quite dangerously. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't really hold the other side of the ladder, and the ladder's piling up <laughs> someone. Um, yeah, it's 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 a weird one. Yeah, and he just sort of like he just sort of um, goes goes up and takes, it. and then yeah, and then I can't remember. I think Jim Ross says, uh, "Will CM Punk take the opportunity to have a title shot at this WrestleMania?" Well, of course he won't. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Yeah. That, that, Jim, they'd never let him do that. Don't book it. <laughs> don't book it. Have they done that? Where someone's done that? I can't remember. If they suddenly just went, I want it now. Yeah. I mean, I mean that would be the thing. You see, is there's always a problem with the money in the bank thing, where you go, um, well, you just say, well, do you know what? I'm going to have for the WrestleMania main event next year. I'm all yeah, because I'm all yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but you do it for next year. You just you just go, no, I'm going to have it next year because that is from the main event of that, I get a lot of money. <laughs> yes. um, so there's always that thing where they sort of go, oh, maybe I'll take it on a, a raw or the <laughs> fucking moron. Idiot. Just say I want the WrestleMania main event next year. <laughs> In Sa- the one in Saudi Arabia. I'll do that one. I'll do that one, yeah? That would be the thing I'd always sort of like, I'd struggle if I was a wrestler and they'd said you're winning the money in bank thing and you're going to cash it the next night in Raw. I would be just like, please let me get on a mic before then. And so I can say, hello everybody, uh, I want to uh, claim my thing at WrestleMania's main event next year and I won't take anything else. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so rich. Oh, I've just been fired. Um, uh, Matt Hardy comes out in one bit. And again, this is that thing of not following it uh, through the year you have no idea what's why going on there, or yeah. why he's there but the crowd are very excited <laughs> I think he, he had an injury in a match with MVP um, and, right. uh, and oh, so he came back to get his revenge there, yeah. but again that is something that, that is not really explained particularly on the <laughs> on the commentary in a, in a business that just sort of exists from week to week yeah. it's just strange I was, you... uh, I was uh, distracted by uh, someone uh, waving around a Nokia N95 nice. one of my favourite mobile phones and also a sign that said I drove 912 miles uh, to be here but the two they've decided to put in a different colour, so it kind of looks like I've drawn, I've driven ninety one point two miles, which is a couple of hours, isn't it? <laughs> that, I like Rubbish. the way. Do you reckon as well that they've changed it and it was originally nine hundred and eleven, and they looked at the sign and they just went, "All I can see is nine eleven. <laughs> this is no good." So nine twelve. Yeah, prove it. Give us your. Give the, us um, the the signs that I noticed on this bit, and and they come out throughout. The, the, once you've seen them, they continually appear through yeah. the thing. There are three real lads. Having a real good, a real good old sick time. Sick time. Yeah. They've got neon signs. One of them says, white trash. Yeah. The one next to that says, who farted? And the third one says, I'm gay. Right, cool. Now, I'm gay keeps on popping up. <laughs> and it's just, again, I think in the Floyd Mayweather, when he first appears, when they first do the head-to-head, above his head, it just says, I'm, I'm gay. gay. And it's a proper... You know, oh, you stupid fucking idiot. It's impossible not Why to think. Why wouldn't just get rid of it, though? It's just such a distraction. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just... You can see, obviously, there's a problem with it because they see it there, and every time you sort of register it, they do cut away. Yeah. And I just thought, get someone down there. Yeah. Take that sign, rip it up. And they go, you can't take my sign. Mate, it says, I'm gay. Yeah. You stupid fucking moron. <laughs> Knob end. Oh, dear. Oh, but yeah, I'm gay it continually appears throughout this thing. It really is. Just who... Right, I mean... I, I, whoever it is I was going to say it was the 90s lads. it was nowhere near the 90s no it wasn't it was no. nearly 20 it, I mean Obama will be in power in four months time yeah and there's a guy holding up a sign saying I'm, I'm gay. gay I did. I do think that those people who were there 
that, that one of them at least must occasionally think about that and just go, oh, yeah, I sort of ruined just, that. Did I ruin yeah. it? That really oh, drew, drew attention to us all as oh, well. Oh, it's so annoying. I really <laughs> wish I hadn't done that. Um, oh, stupid fucking idiots. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ah, the Hall of Fame! <laughs> Why does college have an apple? Well, it was, it was his have gimmick. Have spoken about that? No, I don't think so. Done, he, he, he had a thing where he would eat an apple and quite often he'd spit the apple in someone's face. Right, and that okay, was his okay, disrespecting cool. thing. Now, now we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> are apples anything to do with the Caribbean? No, I don't think they are. No, It'd be like a pineapple or something. Is well, it a pineapple? That's a bit rude one. <laughs> no, I think they. they what, are, are, you, are you saying that the WWE would be above all of that? I, I'm not saying they'd be above all of that. I'm just saying they shouldn't do it. Uh, no, they, they, they shouldn't they used do that. To do Jimmy Jimmy Snooker with a coconut. He got hit with a coconut. Oh, by that's probably more. That's probably more like that. But, thing, but, it, yeah. No, you know, I, I don't really know I, what apples. fruit comes from the the, the Caribbean. It no. doesn't strike me a can of lilt. <laughs> Give him a can of lilt. Oh, do you know what I was reading the other day? What? So I was reading about um, things that had been, uh, companies who had been working for the Nazis. Right? Yes, okay. And there was some weird thing where the Nazis didn't want Coca-Cola you know, coming into the country because it was too American. Yeah, okay. And it was a big thing. So the Coca-Cola company... We had delicious Deutsche Cola. <laughs> they made, well, they made their own drink for the Nazis that didn't have the American connotations. Right. And they made it specifically for the German market in the 40s. That drink... What was it called? It was called Fanta. Was that Fanta? Oh, yes, it was. That Right, yes, yeah. yes. Fanta is a Nazi drink. Well, Amazing, it's delicious, isn't it? though, isn't it? It is delicious. Well, I mean, I, I find it slightly... I mean, it, it is. I was trying it's to think of something funny. <laughs> is, uh, and you go, you know, I'm a Jewish man, but I mean, I just... I just, it's I just, just delicious. I just, I look at it and I think, delicious. I think, you know, 
They got, why, why make something so delicious for the Nazis? <laughs> why wouldn't you make something that was horrible? Like, like Undertaker's well, like tobacco money. jaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, but um, honestly, looking it up, it's fascinating, all these uh, companies that are still somehow still going. Yep. Amazing. Welcome to the Hall <laughs> of Fame. Uh, Gordon Soley, the commentator, goes in. Uh, he was a, a brilliant commentator, mm. very smooth, very, very sweet, sour voice. It's not sour. Very sweet, smooth voice. Very smooth. Uh, he was famous especially because he's the only person who didn't, didn't pronounce the word suplex. Oh, it's a play. play. Oh, that's him. Yeah, you've spoken very warmly about. Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. Uh, Eddie Graham, who was a wrestler and and a promoter down in Florida. Yes, Uh, his son Mike uh, comes out to uh, accept it because he has passed on. Uh, Jerry and Gerald Briscoe, (laughs) May Young. And they show a picture of Mae Young when she is a young woman, and she is a knockout. <laughs> uh, she's brilliant when they bring her out onto the stage. She as well. tries to strip. Uh, she does it brilliantly. It's <laughs> just she's just moving in a funny <laughs> way where she's really sort of like yeah, and Eddie, the crowd and, and Eddie Graham is like she's trying to stop her strip. Yeah, magic, Fantastic. absolutely magic. She is even at this point in two thousand and eight, my ideal woman. <laughs> she's absolutely brilliant <laughs> fun. Was she um, the problematic one, or was it was that? No, that was Moolah. Was that yeah. Moolah? So we're yeah. all right with well, May Young. May Young is by still good as gold. Oh, good news! Okay. Um, then you get Soul Man Rocky Johnson and High Chief Peter Maivia. Right. Um, Soul Man Rocky Johnson died last week. He did die uh, when last we're recording week. Recording this, yeah. and um, he is the father of the Rock, and uh, the High Chief Peter Maivia is the uh, the grandfather of the rock yes so, so the rock uh, he, he comes back to induct his father and his, he does. Hair, his hair's still hanging in there yes he's it like, is so he put, he br- he's brought it back just so he can get rid of it yep he has lost uh, a bit of weight wrestling weight hasn't he yes and he's very trim yeah and actually he looks slimmer here than he does now he seems to have sort of bulked up again yeah but he just looks great because he's sort of cemented his kind of like I don't need to be the body but now he's like I can yeah. be whatever I want I'm the rock absolutely kind of like, I, I, now, I bet, now I I'm big they, enough I can be Schwarzenegger yeah you know, Cause I reckon because I reckon they, they, they told him you're too big you're too big yeah. to be a leading man it's, yeah it's crazy. absolutely and he's he's so glam in this the other thing about it is they, they the, the, the Hall of Fame is one of those things which has always worked as a great olive branch to the people they fall out with. Yeah. And so with Rock, who basically, they just didn't renew his contract. They just really? sort of didn't, they didn't bother. They didn't think about it. And he found himself out of contract. And he was just like, oh, right, well, that seems a funny way to end a, a long career. <laughs> really strange. They, they'd had a certain amount of, you know, cool feeling towards one another. But by putting his, you know, family into the Hall of Fame, yeah. it was a great way of getting back in contact with him. And indeed, he will be main eventing WrestleManias coming up fairly soon. Mm. Yeah. Well, well um, at Rocky Johnson's funeral uh, last week, mm. <laughs> what did Pat Patterson and, um, and, Vince. and Vince say? Mm. There's been so many rumours. There has been. and Mainly through Superstar Billy Graham, who I don't trust. No, absolutely. <laughs> Superstar Billy Graham. Had, but was... he had some of his things corroborated by other people. He has. Dave Meltzer said that and he's the guy behind the Wrestling Observer. Yeah. He is, you know, the absolute, pretty much the most, uh, he is the most reliable source of wrestling news mm. that the world's ever seen. He's been a journalist doing the Wrestling Observer for, what, 30 years now. And he is just unparalleled in his field. And he yeah. says... There is some truth into into what the sort of the, the rumors are, which is that the Billy Graham had sort of said. Apparently, Pat Patterson wasn't drunk, but he was saying he did a long speech that didn't seem to have very much to do with Rocky Johnson. Yeah, uh, and they said that Vince did a very short, curt one. He, he was annoyed about the the pasta going on for too long, 
And then he did a, a, a joke which might not have worked where he was sort of saying the, the best thing that Rocky Johnson did was yeah. meet his wife and then have children. Have, have and he was trying yeah. to pay tribute, I think, to The Rock and be fun. But I think I, I was talking about this with my wife and she was not interested in it at all. So <laughs> let, me, let me talk to you about it. But I, I think there is a slight thing about Vince and uh, Pat Patterson. They get together. They go to the, the funeral of a wrestler from the 80s when they were young men. And I imagine they were having a lot of booze and a yeah. lot of, you know, naughty stuff going on. And I think it was a very different environment. And I think when you put Vince and Pat back into those scenarios where they're surrounded by all those old faces, yeah. I think they are almost like they revert back to being those young men. Mm. And I think they, they, they're silly and having fun. And I think it just doesn't go down particularly well now they're both 70. McMahon apparently did his millionaire strut off the stage. Oh, amazing. And uh, Pat... Uh, had his microphone cut off because his speech was so long and his ending line was about him uh, how uh, telling everyone how drunk he was the night before uh, and he ended up drinking water out of his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I want to see more than Pat Patterson <laughs> delivering a eulogy now. I really do. I, I think Rosen, it's magic. Rosen said that uh, Pat <laughs> did not use church language. <laughs> um, there's a little bit where they, they show Peter Maivia's daughter, uh, who is The Rock's mum. Mm. Oh, and, right, okay. Uh, he, she says, um, my father was a loving, generous man. And uh, there's a very famous story about Peter Maivia and a British wrestler called Billy Robinson. And that's that that Peter Maivia tried to bite out um, Billy Robinson's eye during right. a fight in Japan. And I had a look into this, and uh, Billy Robinson um, uh, denies it. And it's never quite been corroborated, but Peter Maivia, um, his family say what happened is they got into a, a fight in Japan, and uh, it was because Billy Robinson took the mick out of Peter Maivia for eating food with his fingers. Yeah, He's a big Samoan. Mm. And uh, Billy Robinson apparently said, you're like a jungle savage. And they'd ended up having a massive fight, and Billy Robinson had been thrown through a plate glass window. I just... There's a part of me that sort of goes, I, I, that's, why would you sort of go, how would it go from plate glass window to you try to bite his eye out? <laughs> so Billy Robinson talked about it as well. And he also has a slightly different version, but I do like this version because there's a, this is a strange world to live in. Um, Peter was a little wild when he had a few drinks. We were in the south of Japan in an area where not too many people spoke English. Peter got impatient and started to act up, which was making things worse. And nobody was getting served at the bar. I told him to grow up and shut up so we could all get served, which he did. But Peter being Peter, it played on his mind. On the way back to the hotel, Peter for some reason wanted to fight me and started throwing punches. I grabbed him and held him so he couldn't do any real damage, but he bit through my cheek. When I saw the blood, I got angry and I knocked him out. He was unconscious for 25 minutes. I had to go to hospital to get a shot for the bacteria. (laughs) A couple of days later, we were good friends again. As for this eye story, listen... (laughs) I had an operation on my right eye when I was 11 years old. Peter didn't have the ability as a street fighter to get close to my eyes. The reason I got bitten was because I didn't want to hurt Peter. But over the years, stories get exaggerated. So Billy Robinson says, Peter Maivere could not have bitten his eye because he was not good enough to bite his eye. Well, Peter Maivere did manage to bite, bite his cheek, cheek very yeah. badly, yeah. So um, that is, uh, you know, uh, as, as his daughter says, I mean, that he was a loving, generous man. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing story. Um, then we get um, the, the final Hall of Fame yes. uh, inductee, who is Ric Flair. Mm. And uh, he, he cries nonstop 
during his speech. And he, mm. it's, it's one of the great Hall of Fame speeches. He's so good as a speaker. He's done it all. And he's so emotional. Yeah. And all of those things came together so brilliantly. Um, in the crowd are his kids. He's got Charlotte, who would go on to have a stellar career. Right. Uh, which is, she's just won the Royal Rumble, uh, as we record this. Um, and his son, Reed, as well. Now, Reed was, was the flair that, that Rick thought would continue his legacy. It's amazing that the person sort of sitting there he didn't realise would be the biggest <laughs> star, you know, of, of her generation, you know, in, in certainly in women's wrestling, mm. you know, is it, too along. But his son, Reed, um, he died tragically of a heroin and a prescription um, tranquilizer overdose in 2013. Right. Absolutely devastating flair, obviously. Um, you, th- This is one of those things as well, which is WWE has a, there's something about it that they can't stop going for those little buttons. And so two years later, um, there was a, an angle where Charlotte was facing the wrestler Paige at Survivor Series, and they did a, uh, a, a little contract signing segment. And Charlotte said she was going to win this match uh, as a tribute to her brother Reed, uh, at which point Paige mocked her by saying, your little baby brother, he didn't have much fight in him, did he? Um, now, it was later revealed that WWE had not, cleared that with the flair family at all right um and the they didn't ask permission and there was no prior warning yeah and so that was a really really problematic sort of it is mad whoever is responsible for doing that sort of thing that they just see these people as being i don't know like action figures well they, they used um i think roman reigns had a cancer um he did uh, yeah long, and i think was it daniel bryan would that have really been him could have been yeah sort of, he was asked if he wanted to like he's basically told to do say the certain thing about his cancer he yeah. declined, but I, I believe that was John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. Yes, it was. Yes, Dean yeah. Ambrose. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, decided to. They were doing a feud, slightly... and they wanted him to to ref it. And I think he yeah. did ref. He did ref it. Yeah, like a, a, a like a much weaker, yeah. in a much weaker way. And he still got absolute pelters for it. And yeah, and, 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 so and, and like, he well, was he was disgusted by having to do it. And yeah, it really seemed to be the, one of the things that broke his relationship with the WWE, mm. uh, causing him to leave. Uh, nobody at that level really leaves. Uh, he decided right. he'd had enough. This is one of the hardest things to get your head around with with wrestling when they do stuff like that, where it's sort of all very well for us to be laughing about wrestlers, ha, 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 but we don't know them. Imagine that these are family members of yeah. people that you work with and you're just like, it'll be great. You've just got to, you know, and she'll say this. It's a this. very small world. It's mad. Mm. And, and I mean, you're looking at someone who died, what, two years before? Yeah. You know, it's not like a historic thing yeah. that you're sort of like, you know, well, there'll be no one to get upset about that. It's just mad. Mm. Again, how did that make money for the WWE? How how did how would it have been? Were more people going? I will now watch that match. Yeah. Now I've seen that. It's just <laughs> so, so mad. You're just laugh. I don't know. You're just. I don't know. It's not laughing at, but just so fucking tone deaf. Mm. It's untrue. Yeah. Um. Just talking of tone deaf. Um. Just before the Royal Rumble, they had the um Worlds Collide uh sort of pay per view, which is uh. NXT versus NXT UK. Some banging matches. And they opened it with um, a, a little video package hyping the main event of the Undisputed Era, who are a group of American wrestlers, uh, versus Imperium, who are uh, two Germans, an Austrian and an Italian. <laughs> and they play this sort of quite military Prussian sort of, you know, uh, very Teutonic, mm. no-nonsense, Ring General. Um, mm. And 
the opening was the "We Will Fight Them on the Beaches" uh, by by yes. Churchill speech. Yes, yes. So and there was there was footage of them walking with that <laughs> yeah. the sort of the the jack boots yeah. that you you hear on every really weak documentary mm. just before you hear <laughs> like that. Um, it it Awful. was so terrible because mm. the other thing is they have actually. Because, I mean, you're a German wrestler. You don't want people sort of going, oh, do you know who they're like? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well done, you mm-hmm. witless twat. Yeah. Um, and that's another example of that tone deafness that, mm. that occasionally they do. I know they're working hard and you're, you're an insular sort of group, but how can you do that? How can you joke about Ric Flair's son dying of mm. a heroin overdose just to sort of, not joke about, but use it for, for, for what? For yeah, some and also, stupid and also match. It's a global, it's a global yeah. game now. You know, you can't, you can't get away with nope. burying. You can't bury stuff. You can't bury little, you know, well, big mistakes you've made. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. We cut from the Hall of Fame. We mm. uh, there's a, a thing about the Playboy Bunny match. So Snoop Dogg is there. Um, he is, I believe, uh, the cousin of Sasha Banks. Uh, oh. So she goes to a couple of WrestleManias uh, as his guest. There's right. some photos of her as a young woman going to these. Could have been one of them here. Um, he is standing next to Festus, who will mean nothing to you, Peter. No, but I did have a little Google, mm-hmm. and he hung out with a bloke called Jesse, and they were both once known as Biscuits and Gravy. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is going That's on with Festus? all you need to know. So Festus had a gimmick whereby <laughs> he would be immobile until the bell rang, yes. at which point he would become unstoppable. Right. Right. And people would just try and ring the bell again to stop him. That yeah. was that was largely it. Okay. Um, he is a very much a forgotten wrestler uh, for all the reasons you'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, out he comes um, because in comes Santina Morella. Now Santina Morella is a comedy wrestler. Yeah, right. he is. After they they've sort of done Eugene, they move on to Santino, and Santino is one of the single funniest performers in wrestling. Genuinely, legitimately amusing. Mm. Where he is, he started off uh, as, as a, a classic old gimmick, fan in the crowd. They bring him out on a European tour. He beats Umaga for the Intercontinental belt. Yeah. And he's sort of done like this mad, sort of powerful MMA Italian fighter. And very quickly, they realize he's much better as a total goofball. <laughs> and he spends years just coming out and saying silly stuff in a mangled Italian accent. <laughs> uh, and that's all he does here. You know, hey, it's a Mr. Stupid Doggy Dog. You know, that, that's largely his gimmick. Right. Um, he came back as well at the Royal Rumble 2020. <laughs> he was in the back. women's uh, Battle Royale. Okay. Because at a wrestling he would win uh, a women's battle royale. Uh, one of the slow points of their whole, yeah. we, you know, we, yeah, yeah. We, we are the women's revolution. But he came out as his, as his old character, Santina. And uh, I, I'd written on this. I was just like, where has he gone? I just want to see more of him. And there he pops up. I was like, oh, this is wonderful. It went down okay in yeah. the actual Rumble thing. It wasn't a total success. But he is a proper good, funny character. Yeah. It's, I don't, I, I, I just, I don't think, I don't think you can actually see a bad Santino. I think he's funny in everything he does. And he's good in this as well. It's exactly what's needed. <laughs> Mick Foley turns up with a Mr. Socko, but he's been blinged up in a like, rap style. Yep, it's been souped. And he says, uh, he says bang, bang, uh, have a nice day, uh, like that. And uh, bang, bang, have mercy, have a nice day. But he Snoop Dogged it. So he goes, bizzle, bizzle, have mizzle, have a nice dizzle. <laughs> But it's sort of like there's too many isles. Yeah. I was a bit like, oh, what's the M? What's the motherfucker? Bang, bang, motherfucker. <laughs> Wrong. Well, we're probably going to end uh, the show with um, literally just Jim Ross um, giving it the, and now it's time, the AT&T vote for tonight's <laughs> um, standard rates. Um, and he's just not, nope. he's not in, in it. He's nope. reading something else. Yep. He does it terribly. They bring it up and it says who's going to win. <laughs> 
and it's uh, like all of these polls what they want is they want oh it's really close and actually like half people was 52 percent say you know <laughs> it's like, yeah okay yeah and uh I, it, it, they used quite a cheap graphic as well yeah. this is at the time when they do actually around this period they've been running the cyber sunday pay-per-view right which is fans get to choose by uh voting online um, match types and people in matches and things. Yeah, and it never quite works. Right. It's always bad. I think nowadays with with better wrestlers and with better technology, that could be a genuinely exciting thing to do again. Yeah, but they ain't touching it. <laughs> they ain't touching it. They. Do you know what they hate more than like anything is technology. Yeah, they hate having to do it well. And once <laughs> the technology's there to do it, they're like, we're just not interested. We'll only do it when the technology is in infancy and it if, won't work. Yeah, if Eugene can do it. We'll we'll do it. But if the character of Eugene could run it, yeah. we'll do it. We'll do it. Absolutely right. Uh, well, we managed another match. Yes. So well done, everyone. We managed two matches. Oh god, yeah. We I guess we did. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll blaze. We'll blaze we'll through, through the rest of the next It'll episode. Be It'll be brilliant. Three You're hour be here sure. forever. Shut up. Take care. Lots of love. I mean the people, not you. <laughs> I like you. They're all marks to me. They're all marks. You're all my mark. mark. Yeah, exactly. I'm the biggest mark of all. <laughs> That's not true. The podcast listeners are. Uh, love you. Bye. Bye. Take care. Russell B. Russell B. Mark. Pop. This was a Stakhanov production. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.